Hey there, folks. Trustworthy Fat Kev Smith. Before we start casting the pods, man, let me try to sell you something first, okay? Do you like me? Do you like my friends Jason Muse, uh, Ralph Garman? Then guess what? We're coming to a town near you, man. We're coming your way, man. Come see a Smod Co. show. Tickets at csmod.com. That's S-E-E-S-M-O-D.com. Now, if you can't come to one of our shows, you're like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to support this two-bit operation? Well, how about you kick back in your home with some family and friends and loved ones and play monopoly jay and silent bob strike back monopoly that's right man you can buy from jay and silent bob.com the home of the secret stash right there online a signed edition of uh jay and silent bob strike back monopoly me and muse sign it man jason muse jay himself me silent bob uh and the parts are real fun man they got a little cock knocker a little fist a little uh, a little suzanne a little blunt mobile it's crazy man get your hands on it you get drunk get stoned and play around of jay and silent bob strike back monopoly available signed by me and jason muse at jay and silent bob.com now here comes your Smodco podcast. Hello, everybody. What's going on, Brain Trust? We're launching right now to one of the newer, tighter, shorter Last Week on Earth news episodes that I promised y'all I would do as we return now in this new phase of the podcast. Uh, they will be long, like they used to be, like they were last week sometimes, and sometimes when I'm in a time crunch, like today, when I did the Today Show this morning, and I'm about to go do Bonnie McFarlane, uh... Bonnie McFarlane's serious satellite show in just a few minutes and then perform at Gotham tonight and then do Al Roker's show in the morning on Weather Channel and I'm bouncing back and forth and trying to see a friend or two while here in New York, which I rarely am. I gotta do a short one. So I just chose just the most interesting, most important stories and most absurdified stories as well to bring to you. And that starts right about now. Bieber found guilty of assault. Drake starts a whole new kind of turf war with Jay-Z. Oscar Pistorius finally walking. ISIS leader has a no cell phone rule. Mike Huckabee's defending who that doesn't deserve it because he's a huge moron. Abercrombie and hijab. Lions being uncool at a lion park. And a Chinese actress with huge eyes. All this and more during the last week on Earth with Ben Glebe. Whoops. Do not be driven by fear into an age of unreason. Oh my god, guys, listen up. I have an announcement to make. Did you guys know that I'm like the number one Google search last week? It could be the stuff of history, however, one way or the other. Okay, is Jessica Simpson here yet? And to those critics who are so pessimistic about our economy, I say, don't be economic girly man. And you'll never have to pour or measure detergent again. Can we, can we all get along? Karen, horror death. Film at 11. How many sides does a triangle have? Damn, four. There's no side. One. Last week. Everybody, uh, it's great to be with you again. I missed you all um, in this last week on Earth, on this planet of ours. Pla- the planet I call it Earth. You can call it, you can call it Al if you want. I don't care. 
Paul Simon reference, Chevy Chase video, YouTube it. Um, I'm here in New York City, just did the, the Today Show with Kathy Lee and Hoda, my two booze, um, and pun intended there, you know what I'm saying? Uh, for the second time this morning, really fun, played idiot test with them. Last time was kind of a tie, kind of Hoda's team won. Hoda's team won this time for sure, five to three. Um, I'll probably be tweeting a link out to that any minute now if you missed it, which, you know, you, let's be honest, you probably did. You probably missed it. Um, and uh, then I was walking through Soho, a neighborhood here in New York, and all of a sudden I heard this big, loud commotion, screaming, yelling. I thought something crazy, something really bad was going down. I was eating lunch with a friend, and I looked ahead towards the commotion that was backing up towards us. All these people with cameras backing up. Was it a live film set? But the street was open. Oh, no. It was just Jessica Alba walking with a friend, drinking iced coffee. So they were right. I mean, shit was going down. It, it got real. It got real for a minute. I, with my friend, just walked right through the paparazzi semicircle that was giving her about 30 feet of human being room. And, uh, you know, thought it was incredibly weird. It seemed very unnatural, the whole coffee walk, as though they were acting. Because how could you not be aware of the 20 cameras in front of you? Um, and also, I thought, thought it was pretty pathetic of the paparazzi. And I thought it was sort of pathetic of me, because I took a picture of the paparazzi taking a picture of her. Even though, was it pathetic? I don't know. To me, it was a commentary, because my shot got the paparazzi in it, and Alba in the deep background. But then I did zoom in a bit in Instagram, so you'd know it was Jessica Alba. Am I a paparazzo? Am I as guilty as they are? I don't know. I'd like to ignore it and move on. Bieber found guilty of assault. The Beglebers overtaking the Beliebers. Uh Every day when news like this hits, very exciting, very exciting. Um, but the punishment does not match the crime. Justin Bieber pleaded guilty to assault and reckless driving by a Canadian court Thursday and will only be punished with a $750 fine. Bieber and Selena Gomez were on an ATV when they collided with a minivan in Ontario, Canada in 2014. Police said Bieber and the paparazzo then got into a fight. Bieber was given, quote, an absolute discharge on the assault conviction and a fine for reckless driving. Uh, $750 fine for Justin Bieber for assaulting somebody. I assault somebody, I get thrown in, I don't know, that's never happened to me. But you get the point. An absolute discharge. Are he famous? I'd like to give Selena Gomez an absolute discharge if you know what I'm saying. Do you? I hope not. Mostly for legal reasons. Drake! About to get into some kind of real big rap battle beef. Where is the beef? It's right here in this story. With Jay-Z. As we all know, Jay-Z launched his own streaming music service called Tidal. Just the other day. Erther Dree as rap people might say it, who are not good at rapping. And uh, you'd think everybody would get behind him. Drake was in talks to be one of their spokespeople as well, and then pulled out last minute. Why? So he could become the new face of Apple Music. Apple announced Apple Music at its Worldwide Developers Conference on Monday, or I call it the Word DevCon. Okay, no one else calls it that, so I just coined it. If you want to use it, little copyright circle and money to my address, please. The new service will blend streaming, radio, music for purchase, and a social network all together. It has a 24-hour radio station called Beats One, which is what I do every few days when I'm away from my girlfriend and I am lonely. Uh, it'll be run by famous DJs streaming from New York, Los Angeles, and London. Um, 
Drake came on stage to announce Connect, which will is another feature of it, which will help fans follow their favorite artists. They also revealed news, a Flipboard-like read, uh, reader, and a new operating system called El Capitan para los Personas Españoles. Que puede, I don't know if it's probably not in Spanish, but the point is they're calling it something Spanish. And they also made their programming open source and opened the Apple Watch for third-party apps, which already was starting to think I wanted an Apple Watch. Didn't know why I wanted one at first. My friend got one. I put it on. It looks super cool. I think, and I want one. I even want a gold one, to be honest, but not the expensive, crazy expensive gold one that I could never afford or never would spend. There's some company that dips it in gold, though. And they dip it in gold, and then you get one, and it's way cheaper than actually getting, like, a gold one. Would it be tacky? Let me know on Twitter. At last week on Earth, hashtag LWOE, hashtag Apple Watch opinions, or whatever as, if you want. Just at me in it, at Ben Glebe, so I know you're addressing me with it, and I can then see it. Um, I mostly report this Drake story to let you know that uh, Drake considers himself a bit of a ping-pong player, okay? Uh, posted a video on his Instagram just two weeks ago of himself smashing ping-pong balls at some unseen player. Well, not a week later, I ran into Drake, true story, at a ping-pong table in Los Angeles. Challenged him to a game. Beat Drake ass. He challenged me to a rematch. Beat Drake ass even worse the next game. In fairness, first game, he got me into overtime and I won in overtime. Second game, though, I beat him handily. You know what I'm saying? Like, we started at 0-0 and now we're here with me beating him in ping pong. So I wanted to make that clear. Oscar Pistorius! Running free! I mean, on the metal leg still, but will be released from prison. After just 10 months, the Daily Beast reports, Olympian Oster Pistorius will be released on probation August 21st after a recommendation from the South African Corrections Department. The amputee athlete known as the Blade Runner was sentenced to five years in prison in 2014 for the culpable homicide of the death of his girlfriend, Riva Steenkamp. In the middle of the night, uh, his attorneys argued that he thought she was an intruder who looked exactly like his girlfriend, apparently. I mean, he shot through a door. In his defense, as and I mean pun intended there, because it was literally his defense that argued that. Um, you know, a lot of times people trying to answer questions, like on my game show, for example, take a shot in the dark, and I always tell them, didn't work out great for Oscar Pistorius. Okay? But apparently it will only take ten months off of your life, away from your life, because he's getting out. So if you're looking to kill somebody, you guys, do like a random, unneeded murder... South Africa is your place. I guess second only to the great state of Florida, where somebody pointed out on my Twitter, you can kill people for free. No punishment whatsoever. Especially if they're a minority. So keep that in mind if you're an asshole trying to kill people for unnecessary purposes. So, you know, just, you know, keep that in the back of your head. Keep that in the back of your head. Leader of ISIS. Apparently, and a lot of the high exec-ranking officials in ISIS apparently have a no-cell phone rule once they meet up for big, important ISIS murderous asshole terrorist planning meetings. They clear themselves of all electronics and use a circle of their wives to send messages back and forth. But a no-cell phone rule makes it, of course, harder to track them. We found this out when we killed one of the high-ranking ISIS officials recently and then stole all their computers. Uh, No-cell phone rule, you know what I mean? I didn't think that... uh, my girlfriend, Rome, would have anything in common with ISIS, but she, too, prefers to have my cell phone down at least during dinner, face down. So, you know, I feel like that's one thing we can learn from ISIS. 
If you want to maintain good relationships with your relationship other or with your uh, fellow assholes, put the phone down, guys. Okay? Just take a look at your Apple Watch instead. Mike Huckabee defending the Duggar molester kid, the Daily Beast reported. I, I hate Mike Huckabee a great deal. And let me explain to you why. Let me read you from the story first. Mike Huckabee took to Facebook on Friday to express his support. For as the story put it, a truly underrepresented constituency admitted sexual predator reality TV stars, especially those named Josh Duggar. Quote from Huckabee, the Huckabeast, Janet and I want to affirm our support for the Duggar family. Josh's actions when he was an underage teen are as he described them himself, inexcusable. But that does not mean unforgivable. Um, he continues, No purpose whatsoever is served by those who are now trying to discredit Josh or his family by sensationalizing the story. Good people make mistakes and do regrettable and even disgusting things. Um, first of all, no they don't. Most good people don't do a large number of repeatedly disgusting things. So FYI on that note. Secondly, uh, you're running for president. Why come to the defense of this molester kid? Uh, it's odd. Thirdly, uh, you're a complete moron who always defends the wrong person and has the wrong opinions on most issues. In 2008, the Huffington Post reported that as Governor Huckabee aggressively pushed for the early release of a convicted rapist, ignoring pleas from numerous women that they or people they knew had been assaulted by him, Huckabee got his way. The man was released and went on to rape and murder at least one other woman. Um... He also attacks President Obama for, quote, stomping on Christians, gays who are trying to, quote, criminalize Christianity by what? By asking them not to persecute them and hate on them. They're trying to criminalize Christianity. And Beyonce and Jay-Z are now also under attack from Drake and the Stream Music Service. Beyonce and Jay-Z for morally bankrupting our society with their sexy music and dancing. Thanks, Footloose. How about the person who's trying to morally bankrupt our society by saying it's okay to molest your family just a little? Just a little molestation. I mean, are you out of your fucking mind, bro? He is. He's blindly religious and out of his fucking mind. In his most recent... Book, God, Guns, Grits, and Gravy, Huckabee suggested the couple had a pimp-whore dynamic. Quote, does it occur to him that he's arguably crossing the line from husband to pimp by exploiting his wife as a sex object? Don't be upset because your wife ain't fine, Huck. Okay? You're a moron. They're expressing themselves freely and of their own volition. And Beyonce's independent woman as she is, choosing to do these things, he's not pimping her out or forcing her to do it. Okay, she did exploit her own body for for uh, empowerment slash sexual slash money making reasons long before Jay Z was in the picture. Okay, bro. So why don't you step the f back? Yeah, just step the f back. Mm -hmm. Hi, y'all. Paula Dean here. I've been missing from the podcast for a long time. I just wanted to say I think Mike Huckabee is right. I think that uh, black people being sexy and dancing and whatnot kind of uh, seems like a pimp dynamic. Mm -hmm. And then uh, white people on them reality shows molesting their family. That's just good hearted family fun. Mm -hmm. Bye, y'all. Have a pie. Put butter on it. Goodbye. Oh, I missed her. Didn't you guys miss her? She's just one of the grandest little dames I've ever seen. Mm. 
Paula Dean, I love you. I love you so much. Abercrombie and Hijab, a new store? No, but maybe a new policy. Daily Beast reports the Supreme Court recently found that Abercrombie and Fitch is liable for discriminating against a young Muslim woman, Muslim woman rather, who wears a religious headscarf, reversing a lower court ruling. In a decision written by Justice Antonin Scalia, the court found that an applicant only has to show that a religious accommodation was a motivating factor for an employment decision, and not that the employer had knowledge of this religious need. Samantha Elaf was 17 when she was denied a job wearing a headscarf to an Abercrombie and Fitch kids interview because it violated the chain's look policy. Uh, look, bros at Abercrombie and Fitch, um, you may not like it, but people can wear whatever the wall how they want on their head, especially if it's for religious reasons as protected in the Constitution. Okay? So, glad that is being enforced by the very conservative, and reinforced by the very conservative and reaffirmed Justice Antonin Scalia. Scalia, Scalia, Scapilla, Papa, uh, Tony, Peter Scolari from Bosom Buddies. But another question I'm curious about is why this woman in a hijab, obviously with traditional values, would want to work at Abercrombie and Fitch, where there's shirtless men and women enormously blown up black and white style to make you feel inadequate by your own body in the very front of the store. That's your own thing. You're going to have to deal with it. It's your own thing. Lion kills a tourist at a lion park, the Daily Beast reports. American tourist in Lions was killed at a popular safari park in South Africa after being attacked by a lion. According to the operations manager at Lion Park, a lion lunged through an open car window, killing a woman and injuring a man while they were driving through the lion camp. Visitors are required, as you would imagine, to keep windows closed on the grounds. But park officials say they believe this rule was not followed. Uh, here's the thing. You're going to drive through Lions. Keep your fucking windows up. Not that I'm glad you died. I'm sad about it. But keep your fucking windows up. Let's say you keep it down for a second. Crack it for a quick picture. Don't go Don't go full window down taunting the lion with your delicious man meat. You know? And the lion approaches the car. Once it gets to about four or five feet away, roll it up at that point. At some point, roll up the window is the general moral of the message I'm trying to get a cruise to you. Okay, so I'm just trying to get that a cruise to you uh, while I do with my words. And um, we have two more stories here, and then I'm going to have to pause and do Twitter answers and thunder round from the taxi cab and route to dinner because I'm late for my dinner with my friend before I go to the radio show in just moments. And I'm already going to be late, and so there's that. Um, Russia-backed rebels attack East Ukraine, Radio Free Europe reports. A ceasefire in southeastern Ukraine ended Wednesday with a rebel assault on the town of Marienka. Intermittent fighting, though, has persisted throughout the ceasefire signed in February. Of course, the ongoing clash between between these uh, Russian-backed rebels, essentially really backed by the Russian government, and Ukraine. Um, and let me explain to you guys something. Uh, here's how ceasefires work. There should not be intermittent fighting during the ceasefire. There should not be tanks, mortars, and artillery happening as there have been. So, uh, shit's deteriorating there again. More on it next week. Fo shizzle my nizzle. And the last story before, Twitter answers, or Twitter answers, if you want to say, but like a fraction of a second. You know what? No. The next story, it was a little downtrodden. I'm not going to leave you like that before we go into a happy thing like Twitter answers, okay? It involved a, China, a story about China and cops and beatings, and we don't need to talk about it right now, okay? Tweet at me and I'll forge you links to the story if you really want it. Uh, for right now, and I apologize for the noise that will probably be louder once I get in the cab and continue Twitter answers, but uh, for right now, we will check in 
with the Glebe of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Be friends with benefits. The new one, ready for this? The Beglebists. We're like elitists, but we're like, we're, you know, more embracing. We're elitists only because we've found each other. But anybody's welcome. The Beglebers and all of us. Hashtag Beglebers. Hashtag Beglebists. The Glebe of Extraordinary Gentlemen. The Glebe Squad. That we all are. It is time. Brain Trust, are you ready? Hashtag Brain Trust. Throw it up on the Twitter. Throw it up on the Instagram. Throw it up on the Facebook. Throw it up on a Periscope. It's time for Twitter answers. It is Twitter answers, Brain Trust. I asked y'all through the internet, uh, how old are you? Do you typically tell people or lie about your age? I asked because my birthday is in just a few days. By the time this podcast comes out tomorrow, my birthday will just be one week away. I suppose next week would have been more appropriate for me to ask it, but I thought of it this week. You can't hold me to timelines that I only told you about right now and that you aren't holding me to. Stop holding me to things you're not holding me to, you guys. I would appreciate that. How old are you and do you typically tell people or lie about your age? Here's what the Brain Trust had to respond. Starting with our dear friend at UK Brain Trust, Chris Carter, the British Bureau of our podcast, says, 32. I look young, especially after a shave. Get ID'd a lot. Also think people don't take me as seriously or patronize me. Hashtag babyface. First of all, great hashtag. Turn right on Chamber Street. Super sexy music. It says turn right here on Chamber Street. I'm in the cab now, by the way. Um... And GPS will be talking a little bit sporadically as I'm super late to this dinner and can't not be late to it. You got, you know how to add it? Okay, great. That's sweet of you. I hear things they record. Somehow I don't know how it does that. Because you're recording... The audio happens out of the speaker of the phone. It's somehow the recorders... You never have it happen like you're on a phone call and... Your GPS goes off and only you hear it, but the person you're talking to does not hear it on the other end? It's how? It's like, do they stop having ears during GPS announcements? Is that a glitch in the human human ear system? I don't know. The question remains, however. Uh, I have a similar issue, Chris Carter. When I shave, I look and get a short haircut. I look crazy amounts younger than I do. I look like I'm in my mid-20s when I have short hair and a clean-shaven face. And I look like I'm in my mid-50s when I have long hair and look like kind of a beast, more of a beast-type individual. Alexis at Truly Lex says, I'm 21 and I've never lied about my age. Well, you're too young to be lying about it, to be younger, but I can't believe it. 18, 19, you never lied to say you were 21? To get into a club or something? Because that's a mistake, boo. You missed three years of good underage partying there. Good, strong, solid American underage partying. You can't get that time back. Lucy Ellen at PR by Lucy Ellen says, I'm 33 and will be 34 soon, but no matter how old I get, I won't lie about it because it's just a number. You're so right about that. It's just a number that is also backed by a lot of prejudice and judgment from people everywhere globally. So you go on with yourself and not lying about your bad self and age-wise. And uh, in about 15 years, I'm not going to hire you for shit. I'm kidding. I will hire you because you're honest. Okay, a lot of people won't, though. But I, pr- I pride you. And maybe society will change. Okay? So good luck. Christine McQuaid at Kilo Fox 2 
Because I am 48. I never lie about my age. It is what it is. I like that. I like that very much. Chris Haas, at Chris Haas, 41. I always tell people the truth and have never lied about my age. Chris, I have it on good authority. You're 105 years old. So do not try that game with me, bro. Okay? Yeah. Jexio Jexish at Gexin Gexio, an incredibly odd name that I, I hope you enjoy. You said depends on the situation. And you did not say how old you are. And that was part of my question. So I guess this is not one of the situations in which you answer that question. I'm going to guess you're, you're nine. You're nine years old. That's why your Twitter name is Gexio Gexish, because that's nonsensical sounds that a nine-year-old would make. That's what I believe to be true. Uh, a couple dates you need to know. If you want to know all of my road dates, just type in on on Instagram or Twitter. Hashtag Ben Glebe World Tour 2015 2015. And you'll see all the dates come up. But I will be in Nebraska at the Great American Comedy Festival June 17th through 20th. I will be on the Sex and the Witty show. Witty title. At 10 p.m. in the Belly Room at the Comedy Store on Sunset Boulevard in L.A. On... The uh, 22nd of this fine month of June, June 24th, I will be at Comedy Juice show at the Hollywood Improv on Melrose, 10 p.m. Tickets at ComedyJuice.com. Pretty sure my cab driver just said the F word, and I like it. I like it, sir. I like your effort and your tenacity towards this goal of us getting to this dinner, not incredibly late, when my dear friend Claire is sitting there waiting for me. i got to give release a plug. Claire is one half of the brilliant... All-girl DJ duo, the Jane Doe's, D-O-Z-E, that are literally, like, taking over the digital music world. They are touring all over. They did, uh, they were the DJs recently for the, uh, Teen Choice Awards, I believe it was, or some huge award show. They're pretty awesome. They do amazing mashups and amazing original music. Please check them out. I believe it's janedoes.com or thejanedoes.com. It's definitely thejanedoes on Twitter and Instagram, I'll tell you that much. Um, I'll be headlining Wise Guys Comedy Club in Salt Lake City, Utah, June 10th and 11th. Just two nights. Get tickets ASAP. Come out to those shows. And I'll be performing uh, on at the Pemberton Comedy... At the, sorry, the Pemberton Music Festival near Whistler, Canada, in the mountains there. Um, go to PembertonMusicFestival.com along with people like The Black Keys and Hosier and Kid Cudi and Skrillex and Diplo and and uh, uh, Portugal the Man and War on Drugs and some really amazing, interesting people. Um, Beirut just added, and also com comedians like Eric Andre and Tim and Eric and Cheech and Chong and TJ Miller and Ali Wong and Harland Williams and pretty awesome people. So it's going to be a blast. Get tickets to that. And then I'll be headlining Harris in Las Vegas, the improv there, July 21st through 26th, and Rooster T. Feather Feathers in Sunnyvale, California, coming back there uh, October 9th through 11th. And on that well-established note, well-worded well calendar, once again, hashtag Ben Glebe World Tour 2015 for all the dates and dates being added. And of course, follow me on Periscope, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Ben Glebe. On that note, without further ado, it's time for the Thunder Round. I have just two stories for you today in the Thunder Round, because it's 
our shortened podcast and things have to be shorter. Hello, cops driving by. We're, we're getting police escort now to this dinner. And no, we are not. Chinese man sues actress for staring at him from inside the TV. Apparently, uh, China, and this is the Daily Mail reporting, uh, China's just made it easier recently to file, uh, to file lawsuits, so they're getting a lot of weird, frivolous lawsuits, and this one man, uh, is suing the actress Zhao Wei, who's accused of causing, uh, him emotional distress by her stare on a soap opera in China. She plays a mother who gives piercing stares in a new Chinese drama. Huge star in China, Zhao Wei is. And uh, if she had a Zhao Wei, she'd be staring at everybody globally. Um, the case was heard in Shanghai, and fans have taken to social media to criticize the unnamed plaintiff. Oh, he gets to be small-eyed and quiet in the corner? If people could be prosecuted for large eyes, I'd be in jail by now. I have large, starey eyes, okay? It's part of who I am, and I stand up for people with large, bulgy, starey eyes globally, saying it's time that we push back against the lawsuits and the persecution and the hatred. We will stand together as one set of big googly eyes and we will push forward into the future eyelids first. Eyelashes. Eyelashes first. To be technically accurate. If you have long eyelashes, I guess. And not a protruding eyelid that goes beyond your lash in a freak eyelid lash reversal situation. So, that's good. And our last story in this last week on Earth. Pretty amazing story. A Georgia Hooters waitress is donating her kidney to a longtime regular of the restaurant. A Hooters waitress giving a kidney to a regular customer at Hooters. She barely knows the man, but he lost both of his organs to cancer. The waitress's name is Mariana Villarreal. Villarreal. Amazing human being. Works at Hooters. Also amazing titties. She's got both... The most amazing human being and amazing titties. And in that order, okay, guys, don't get it twisted. Uh, works at Hooters in Roswell, Georgia. Uh, might have even been to that Hooters, to be honest with you. And this man, Don Thomas, is a regular patron. Hello, bus, making it loud. Regular patron there. She offered him a kidney. She barely knows the man, as I said. Villarreal recently lost her grandmother to kidney failure and wanted to help. Felt like it was a higher calling she has now. And the donor and recipient should be able to live healthy lives. She said, I've got two kidneys. Why not give him one? That's a pretty amazing thing that she did. You don't see that kind of selflessness often these days, let alone from Hooters waitresses. You have a question, sir? Yeah, you say 10 and It's 156 10th Avenue, uh, near 20th Street. Thank you much. Beautiful view of the pier here as we drive by, seeing amazing uh, views here of New York City as we turn into a traffic street, and I'm super late for dinner. Um, look, this is amazing that she gives the kidneys to the man. He's been staring at her in a polite, obviously, way, not too leery over, you know, the years that she is willing to give him a kidney. I gotta say, this guy best leave a tip. You know what I mean? You don't get a kidney from a, from a Hooters waitress and then stiff her on tip or give her, like, some 10% bullshit. I'm talking 25, 30% from now on, okay, bro? And uh, even though he is in need of a kidney for sure, still probably not the top organs he wanted from her. Am I wrong? Am I wrong, you guys? Until last week, next week. This has been... Oh, and wait, before I finish that sentence. I will leave you again. I won't do this forever, but just for a couple weeks to get this song fully stuck in your head since it's about all of us. It's about the podcast and the brain trust and the lead of the extraordinary gentleman. I will leave you with Jack Cervello's amazing song called Hands Down Stand Up. 
what she did about me and my comedy and Idiot Test, the TV show and the podcast. Oh, one more thing I must announce. I'm so sorry. Idiot Test, my TV show is moving time slots. Uh, this Wednesday, when you hear this podcast tonight, four new episodes will be airing. Two at, let's keep me running for one second so I can finish this. Two at uh, 8 p.m., like always, 8 and 8.30. Then the premiere of, oh, that's my boo Susan Sarandon on the TV here in the uh, cab on a Jimmy Fallon segment. I'm going to have to Google that later with my pants on or off. We'll, we'll see. No guarantees either way. Point being, um, two episodes, 8 and 8.30 p.m. Then the premiere of Skin Wars Season 2 at 9 p.m. for an hour, hosted by Rebecca Romaine Stamos. And I'm sorry, no Stamos, just Rebecca Romaine. Genuine mistake, I apologize, okay? You're a lovely person, Rebecca. And then on the Game Show Network at 10 p.m., two more new episodes of The Glebe Show. The Glebe Show? God, I'm having a stroke in the back of this cap. I got to the restaurant, I'm having a stroke. Two more episodes of Idiot Test, airing at 10 and 10.30. That'll be our new time slot from now on, Wednesdays at 10 p.m., on the Game Show Network, and one of the rivalry episodes airing tonight is Star Trek versus Star Wars fans. We finally decide who is a bigger idiot. We find out once and for all. And there's some cool special effects in the episode as well. So now I leave you with the song that's about idiot tests and about the podcast by Jack Cervello called Hands Down Stand Up. Until last week, next. Until, God, honestly, I'm going to call a doctor immediately from after dinner before the radio show. going to call me a stroke doctor. Until last week, next week. This has been last week on it. Some people aren't the best. I asked a guy the time of day. He said 45 past the hour and I didn't know what to say. If he would have answered nice, he'd still be alive. Now his time of death is 5.45. They're okay with me You know what else I like? I like strawberries If I spike my smoothie People say I'm girly I'm getting drunk on a smoothie Now that's gangster to me I'm a hands-down stand-up I always travel alone I've done the Gleam Show and the Game Show i got a Gleam Squad of my own It's on Game Show Network and the host is me Some contestants may be dumb, but I still give it my best It's on Wednesday night and it's called Idiot Test I'm a hands-down stand-up, I always travel alone I've done the Gleep Show and the Game Show, got a Gleep Squad of my own
show Got a great squad of my own I've done Chelsea lately And the last week on Earth Ice Age, Continental Drift And some more movies are worth I got that voice My weird sound I'm a stand-up Hands down This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.